Hey guys, Alex Falcone here. We have an update to last week's gigantic announcement. Last week I told you we're going to be performing at the PodFest in New York City in January. That is still true, but it's not the 13th of January. We're going to be there the 12th, actually, Saturday, the 12th of January, 3.30 in the afternoon at the People's Improv Theater, the pit. So you can get tickets soon, I believe. Any day now, there should be tickets available at nycpodfest.com. We would love to have you. This is our first time on the East Coast, and we would really like to make it a special day. We're celebrating Samuel L. Jackson. Can't get any better than that. So I think you're really going to enjoy the show. If you can, come out, say hi to us. Plus, we're going to have some new merch, uh, hopefully. Hopefully. We're working on that. But we should have some new merch. We will also have our, our Space Shark t-shirts. We have just a couple of them left, and they will be on sale. And most importantly, you can see us in person and touch us if you want. You know, because you've been listening to us in your head while you're jogging or wearing your jogging clothes around the house, not exercising. And and this would be a chance to see us in person and to believe that we are real. And it's great fun if you haven't done it before. So please come out and see us in New York. And now enjoy the, this episode of Read and Weep featuring the review of Super Mario Bros. Good evening, meet suits and meet dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 171. We have now done as many episodes as the Brazilian-Portuguese slang for compulsive liar. What? Mm, derived from Article 171 of the Penal Code of Brazil, which defines the crime of defrauding the unwary. Awesome. Is that really what they... Okay. You to, win, to Wikipedia. Fair, though, <laughs> I'm not uh, going to fact Alex, check that. I would say the unwary have it coming to them. <laughs> I mean, that implies that like 172 is defrauding the very wary, but still defraudable. That's impressive. That's more impressive. You... Speaking of things that don't make you feel taken advantage of, this week we're talking about the Super Mario Brothers, the 1993 film that has about as much to do with the video game Super Mario Brothers as a Roto-Rooter commercial. <laughs> <laughs> This episode was sponsored by Gregory as a gift to his wife. Uh, he, he said this, quote, As a movie about two New Yorker brothers fighting against an evolved dinosaur man, it's actually sort of okay. As a movie called Super Mario Bros. about the Super Mario Bros., it's totally weird and frankly kind of awful. The movie has so many WTF moments, we were constantly left wondering who wrote this film or if they had ever played a Mario game at all. So to Gregory and Frau, uh, Merry Christmas. Yay! Uh, if you want to sponsor a topic, buy a gift for somebody, or just throw $50 into the wind and see what happens, you can go to read-week.com slash sponsor, and uh, sign up for the email list will let you know when we have availability of a couple more episodes. This episode is also sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash weep, where you can sign up for free trial and get a free audiobook and support our show. Let me introduce you to the panel. I'm Alex Falcone. I'm your host. You can find me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone or on any other social media network. And if not, I will get there. Let me know. Uh, here are some of my friends in San Francisco, California. It's Ezra Fox. Alex, I'm just like the Yoshi in the video game, except I'm two feet tall and I'm chained up the entire time. Whole time. Yeah, that was a sinister twist to that. Oof. <laughs> he except did at one point have a long tongue, though. Yeah. Yeah, that was accurate. And he never went. Yeah, none of them made the appropriate Japanese noises. No. Also joining us, he's at C. Walter Smith on the Twitter in uh, Seattle, Washington. It's Chris Smith. I'm just like that guy who rides on a cloud with glasses and throws hammers. Only in this movie, I'm just Fisher Stevens. <laughs> I Woo. didn't even notice the... Which one is that? The nerdier of the two cousins. Oh, they were the Hammer Brothers? They were named after the two of the like the mini bosses in the game, but they were just guys in suits who didn't have brains. Can we just say how much better would this be if there were more like a thousand video game references where like that guy for some reason there was a cloud of fog around his waist and he threw hammers at people. Oh, so much better. Also, uh joining us again, you may remember him from episode number 91. 
where he helped us vomit our way through Human Centipede in New York. It's Ben oh my Keegan. God. Hey. <laughs> I forgot you were on for that bullshit. How much better is this than uh, Human Centipede, Ben? Uh, it's way better, yeah. It's, All uh, the way better. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to kill myself right now. You know, <laughs> There was that one scene where, where uh, Luigi's mouth was sewed to the anus of a Koopa Trooper. But other than yeah, that, it was not any similarities. And, <laughs> but it was artistically done, so, you know. Now, um, some, of, some of our listeners might wonder why it took us so long to get you back on the show. I think it's because you've just now forgiven us. Yeah. <laughs> took exactly 80 episodes. I, I have spent a lot of money in therapy because of that experience. No, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't like horror films, I guess. Um it, that film was like really gross. Yeah, it was the worst thing. <laughs> Super gross. They should put that on the label. Super gross. Dash. But I'm glad I saw it too because I at least like you know it's a cultural reference and so now I can at least. Yeah. Wait, what, what part of the movie could you not have just gotten as a cultural reference when we said sewed his mouth to someone else's anus? <laughs> That's all you need to hear. And yeah. then again, yeah. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. And then and then fifty percent more of that. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, find out the summary of this. Thankfully, we need to stop talking about movie. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the dream where it happens again. <laughs> well, let's talk about the plot of something that's not that. Chris, yes, I would like you to summarize this in the style of a not particularly Italian, but rather gruff plumber. <laughs> Wait, perhaps played by a reputed English actor? Yes, if possible. Whose recent work before this was Mister Smee and Hook. <laughs> he also, I mean, and also very notably from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He's yeah. playing the same character, but with overalls. Yeah. And, and a better hat, I would say. He was great in, as in me, too. One. What a delightful man. Yeah. So <laughs> there was a lot that happened. I, I spent a while trying to figure out the best way to explain the bullshit that is this movie. Yeah. Um, but here we go. So what if... M- more Italian? No. More <laughs> <laughs> ah there's your problem all right <laughs> no, um, is, is there anyone in the room that you could just show the crack of your ass to while you talk uh i'll just point it at i'll bring up a file photo yeah <laughs> file photo of the crack of my ass um all right so what if the dinosaurs hadn't been wiped out in the in when the meteor hit the earth all right and instead the meteor created a parallel dimension <laughs> where dinosaurs evolved into more intelligent beings what if they found a way back. All right. King Koopa is the ruler of all the dino people and is played by Dennis Hopper with a bad hairdo full of gel and blonde. Um, and they live in an alternate dimension that is quickly running out of resources. Okay. The last ruler got de-evolved by Koopa into a fungus and this fungus is poisoning the city. Koopa needs an answer to his people's problems. Okay. So a man in need, he looks for a solution. He means to reconstruct the meteorite I mentioned earlier that crashed into the Earth all those years ago. And he almost is complete, all right? But he needs the last piece to complete it. Once he has the whole meteorite and a princess to kick it into high gear, he can merge the dimensions (laughs) and invade resource-rich Earth with his army of dino thugs, all right? Everybody wins. It's going to be good. But... The princess was left on a doorstep in Brooklyn, in our world, and was raised as a human for safety, all right? It's just a matter of sending Koopa's dim-winning cousins over to go grab her, okay? Every, but, every sentence you say, I just want to go, wait, why? No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't ask why, Alex. <laughs> because there are these two plumbers, all right? <laughs> Mario and Luigi are plumbers in Brooklyn, and they fix plumbing problems. And this is Brooklyn in the early 90s before the hipsters moved in, okay? Um, <laughs> Luigi meets Daisy, an archaeology student, leading a dig just around the way, all right? The dig is of academic importance, but the local mob doesn't like tying up traffic and sabotages it by flooding the site. What? A plumbing problem? <laughs> Mario and Luigi help Daisy out, but right after that, Koopa's thugs find Daisy, capture her, and drag her back to their dimension because she's really Princess Daisy, all right? And she has the last shard of the the meteorite. Why? Um, Because that's fine. (laughs) Mario and Luigi follow the thugs back into Koopa's world and hijinks ensue. Uh, For example, they meet a street musician named Toad who plays the harmonica. 
and is arrested for singing songs about the downfall of Koopa. Toad is de-evolved into one of those Goomba things. But it's still given a harmonica. (laughs) But still gets to keep the harmonica. Uh, Hijinks number two. They steal a cop car, Mario and Luigi do, and jump it into the desert surrounding the city, only to be saved at the last minute by the king's fungus. The, the fungus king's fungus saves... Anyway. Um, hijinks number three. With the aid of turbo jump boots and overalls and playful hats, they raid Koopa's castle through the plumbing system. Mario rescues some women from the tower, sliding on a mattress down a frosted-over cooling duct. All right? Uh, so they rescue the princess. They steal the meteorite fragment back from Koopa with the aid of a large black woman named Big Bertha whom Mario romances on the dance floor at a dinosaur club. And then pickpocketed. And then pickpocketed, and then re-romances. Um, and well, pick, pick cleavage, right? Because <laughs> that's he, still a pocket as well. He pick-necketed? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, and they Girl, blow up... The girls put their cell phones there. Some do. I've um, seen that. They, they no, blow all up. of them do, Chris. I've seen it. Yeah, all of them. Okay, great. Um, so in the end, they blow Koopa up with a tiny cartoonish bomb, and then they go back to life. <laughs> a bomb. In, yeah, a bomb. Um, they go back to life in Brooklyn to live as plumbers again, because at the end of the movie, what has changed? Um, <laughs> Daisy stays behind to fight the good fight and restore her dino people to prosperity. Woohoo, Mario Brothers. You gotta say your thing. And that's the book. <laughs> Thank you, Mario. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna start. Ben, you get to. We're gonna start the show with a compliment. We're gonna end the show with a compliment. It's called a compliment sandwich. Ben, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in this opening compliment. Which do you prefer? Um, I'll go first. All right. Say something nice about Super Mario Bros. Uh, I thought it was delightful, competently directed. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> and to be honest. You know, I I would be proud to make a film film like that. You know, I I thought um, like I'm not familiar with the um, the breadth of work upon which it pulls. Uh, I was I was not allowed to have video games when I grew what? up. What? Um, so I I like you, had to buy. So I saved pure. my allowance to buy like a Sega Genesis, like when mm-hmm. PlayStation was coming out. I like my I like went to Funko Land to you know to get it. Um, so I was not allowed like, to have video games either, but I, I I was able to illicitly figure out the plot of those games. I know I, I I read Nintendo Power for the plot summaries, <laughs> but you know yeah the plot was crazy and there's dinosaurs, but like you know it handled it really well. I thought it handled it deftly. Like I wasn't lost or confused. You know you uh, weren't. Wait, you were, were never strange. confused by this movie. No, like, no, and that's what I mean, is, like, a lot of films, a lesser director, or lesser directors, I think this has, like, three credited directors to it. <laughs> um, uh, a lesser you know, triumvirate. Film, you just would have been like, what is going on? You know, in, in the sense of, like, you literally, it wouldn't have cohered. You wouldn't have known, like, oh, they need the crystal to get this, and oh, that, 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 that mushroom is actually a person. Like, you wouldn't have known that, but I knew those things, you know? I was, like, in good hands. It guided me to strange places i guess but, uh, what's so concerning for me is that if you're trying to make a movie of the actual plot of the super mario brothers game it would be weird and it would be sort of tough to make it make sense and this is weird and sort of tough to make it make sense but in a totally unrelated way they invented <laughs> yeah, this it's a spiritual other... adaptation alex it's it's the same spirit but it's not they the did, same plot they did spend it's... a lot of time justifying how to like get them into this other world uh yeah that was not like the video game world like how okay so you weren't confused by the fact that the dinosaurs evolved into people dinosaurs like they were still lizards but they looked like people with cornrows i'm pretty sure that's science (laughs) that's how they (laughs) evolved i mean (laughs) what more is there to say all right all right well uh i'm not i'm not i mean i think i think the evidence was on the screen I'm not one to argue with anybody's compliment. Uh, Ezra, why don't you go second? What's your major compliment? All right, as uh, as it's time for your major compliment, what is it? Um, so, I mean, <sighs> I was <laughs> I love that sigh. <laughs> I'm gonna give a compliment to this movie to like I guess uh, igniting my love affair with John Leguizamo. Um, oh. and what has that led to? 
besides adorably interracial babies. <laughs> um, you know, uh, other other movies where I don't understand what's going on, but he's in them. Like, um, <laughs> like Tu Wong. You know, like Spawn, for example. Oh. Uh, did not get it. I know he was a fat clown who was blue, and comparatively, like a an idiot plumber saving like a parallel dimension is much more grounded. I think as a result. Um, so, you know, I can't say that he always had the best career choices, but he was always making some choices. And, uh, <laughs> I respect that. Uh, man, there's some, uh, apparently he was in, uh, a lot of Ice Age movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's the, um, the tall, skinny mammal, but not the one who wants <clears throat> the nut. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh yeah, he, he did an interesting Sorry. career on That's that guy. Some weird description, but apparently he did a couple episodes of Dora the Explorer. Was he Dora? No, that would be more than a couple. <laughs> She's probably a, she probably gets a lot of roles. <laughs> would it be great if it was just like a revolving like door of Doras, a revolving Dora? <laughs> uh, which is it's different every single time, like drastically different. Los Doras. <laughs> uh, awesome. All right, uh, Chris, why don't you be third? Okay, um, so my comment is that while the plot is nigh on inscrutable, all right, uh, the characters seem invested with a purpose beyond the text of the script as I could understand it. Um, there's this assistant to Koopa who has a lot of conviction, and I have no idea what she's doing. Uh, similarly, the she's princess... a really great actress, actually. It's yeah, Fiona I know. Shaw. And I, I got to think you got great actors like Dennis Hopper and all these other people who are just bored out of their fucking skulls and figure they might as well just act, you know? <laughs> and uh, and it's not good product that comes out of it, but it's better than I expected out of the acting. Yeah. I I mean, it was weird to see so many good actors doing such ridiculous things. I think they must have had fun. <laughs> Apparently, according to IMDb, the script was rewritten so much. In fact, it was rewritten every day. Well, that didn't show. <laughs> that, the, that the actors never knew, uh, like what scene they were doing or what was going to happen until that until that day. Like, that must be great for production design as well. <laughs> that sounds like a fun way to live. Yeah. Well, here's the problem with rewriting every day because, like, one of those will be good, but if you're actually rewriting every day, you probably won't stop when it is good. You'll just keep on going. <laughs> Look. All writing is rewriting, so maybe <laughs> that's why it's so good. All right, uh, so for my major compliment, um, I, I guess my my compliment is for helping me to appreciate other professions and their usefulness in sticky situations. You mean like plumbers? Yeah, like plumbers, for example. So they're on. He's on like his first date, Luigi Mario. Sure. He's on his first date oh, with this yeah. girl. By the way, Mario and Luigi's last name and their brothers are the Mario brothers. So you have Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Yeah. So how, also, many, how many Marios is that between the two of them? Three. Uh, three. three. Thank you. Uh, according to uh, Wikipedia, that is not canon for their last names, by the way. Well, yeah, because in the... Thank I you, know, Wikipedia. I know it's not canon because in the game, they are fraternal twins, whereas this, one of them is adopted and 40 years younger than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so my compliment is this. So they're on the first date, and all of a sudden, a life or death situation that involves a giant leaking pipe. And that, like, I guess I just, re- I never thought before about what how useful it would be to have been a plumber. Like, f- I'm sure at parties, like, if he clogs a toilet at a party, he doesn't fret at all, because he's a plumber. He just makes that fixed. I mean, pretty much anytime you want more liquid or less liquid... You can do that if you're a plumber. He's that guy. He's like the valve guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, like imagine, like you're bleeding. That's just like a plumber issue, plumbing issue, yeah, right? He's been he's been listening Turn to that off. pumps his whole life. That's all the heart is, big pump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You got a runny nose? Yeah, just 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 plunger it. <laughs> Hand me an, an adjustable nose wrench. I'll take care of that. <laughs> They're really good working together, man. I, I don't think Luigi's ever learned anything about the trade. Uh, he's still apprenticing, uh, but uh, Mario is fantastic at plumbing. He's, he's a, he, would you say he's super at it? Yes. I would, too. So let's go to our, uh, our regular segment, our uh, 
hate segment, our anchor segment. Today we're going to be uh, we're just going to be playing a little horizontal side hater. There you go. Yeah. So in any order, what uh, pick a hate, and then we'll just have it slowly approach you from the right, and you just stay put the whole time. Then um, surely you gotta have a hate, right? No, he liked it. I, I, I mean, I, I really did like it. Uh, maybe, I mean, hate's a strong word. Okay, I'll tell you, you know? something. I hate then. <laughs> I hate the way, given how super Mario is at plumbing, they're they're losing business. They're they're starving, uh, and they showed one of the instances of why, which is because Capelli plumbing and construction which is run by the mob which is run by the mob beat them to a plumbing job that they had gotten called for <laughs> that's really crazy impressive i mean i Mob's either got a wiretap right yeah either either there's <laughs> capelli plumbing is running a wiretap and then the, the client just doesn't care what plumbing truck shows up or the client calls multiple plumbing companies and the first one there gets the work I think that's well, smart yeah, shopping. You don't, do that. you don't call you, you don't call two companies and see what they say first. Let them yeah, find it out. Like, <laughs> no, I mean like plumbers say like yeah I'll be there between nine and four. You know, like, right? You, you got to call a couple up. so you're sure you get a plumber. Yeah, that's what I do with pizzas. I guess, but doesn't pizzas, this... doctors doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got I got several problems. One, wouldn't the second pizza guy still make you pay for the pizza? If you uh, well, answer the door like a sucker. Two. <laughs> two. Are doctors going to your house and delivering service? I order everything I need at the same time. So the doctors get the second pizza is how it goes. Multiple orders from Amazon at the same time. Yeah, Amazon Direct everything. has a shocking variety of services. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've got to hate, I guess, uh, this is for pretty much every other movie, though. Um Every movie has, like, this stupid henchman trope, mm-hmm. but almost no other movie is smart enough to realize they could make their henchmen smarter if they evolve their brains. <laughs> but they're smarter, but sure. not wiser. Well, there's the evolution gun that a lot of other yeah. movies don't have. Right. This is a benefit in this world. So, um, yeah, you already had that at your disposal. But, yeah, once that, the idea to connect those two. Also, I, dinosaur evolves to person. Person evolves to slightly British person checks out but isn't it great that once they evolve they become aware of like you know they become basically marxists like they do that was interesting yeah <laughs> this, this is a very actually like uh worker friendly uh movie i would say on the whole definitely i mean it's very it's pro-union they they took mm-hmm. the jab at non-union plumbing jobs oh yeah Wow, this Wait, is right, so is it like local Mario Brothers like 151 or something like that? Like, I, yeah. are they part of a union? Apparently they are. Uh, maybe, I, don't know if, I don't know specifically which one would be willing to support two people to do that quality of work. Also, they got, um, wouldn't you get your work through the union hall and not through a person who called multiple plumbing services? Well, that person will be blacklisted now. <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe, maybe the mob is crossing a picket line? I don't know. It's a very Can complicated I? but ultimately Marxist world. <laughs> well, we all evolved to Marxists. Um, I'm, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a quick hate uh, on not making the entire movie about this. Um, <laughs> so at one point, uh, the, so the, the henchmen are like, I guess, eight foot tall, uh, small headed lizard people with like big trench coats. Natural. Um, no, no, yes. so, so full size lizard people with small heads. Oh, touche. Or full-size people with small lizard heads. It's not clear. But they're like eight feet tall. Yes, but with little tiny heads. And it's not not clear if there's a lizard inside that coat or a person or several small people standing on each other's shoulders. (laughs) Or several small lizards. (laughs) Or multiple lizards. All you know is that one of them has a harmonica. (laughs) Uh, Well, so what happens is all of these uh, henchmen are in an elevator at the same time. And there's all elevator music going. And so um, the escape plan involves getting one of them to sway with the music and then getting the rest of them to sway with the music. So they're so distracted by feeling the beat, they start dancing with each other and then Luigi gets away. to to kill the good guys who are right there. It was delightful, but they did not have this be the rest of the movie entirely. And so I was disappointed. One of numerous 
really weird things that don't make sense with the rest of the movie. It's all the same kind of weird, though, right? Like, I, I, you imagine, like, if, yes, if dinosaurs evolve into people in a parallel universe, then sure, they would get distracted by dancing. Why not? <laughs> right. And there's even a dinosaur cl- dance club that they visit where everybody's synchronized Macarena-like dances. There well, that's that. right. And that's where they well, here's that my complaint. This, this is, I'm glad you brought this up, is, is the fact that they didn't have a music video after the film. All of men in black. Oh, the dancing that was so good with the <laughs> alien... It, well, it's pre-men in black is why. I mean, like, that's right. the big issue. Right. right. They should have been on the ball. Right. Yeah. Anyway, this is my point. That it, the, if they'd done a lot of video game references, this could have been amazing. And that's... Right. Uh, I think that's the thing that keeps it from greatness. Also, the fact that they're not brothers, which, seriously, Mario <laughs> Brothers, two-thirds of the words... Were they super or not? They were definitely super in this movie, but they were not related. Okay. Super at what? Fixing problems he, during yeah, dates. Yeah, he was really good plumbing. And thing. and Mario, very effect, effective with the ladies for being that weird looking. He has mad game. Mad game. Enough, enough that he can give it to his brother. It rubs off on people, that guy's like, game. He can just yeah, give it away. Yeah. That's true. It's hard to be an old, slightly chubby, bald guy. And a plumber. A That's not a sexy occupation. Younger guy, and actually, like, have it help. You know, That's during like a, when he seduces the big beautiful woman to get the stone that, and then pickpocket her cleavage. He, this is the confidence he had in his game. As he just said, that lady has something I want. I will seduce her. And he had the dance moves to you know do some behind back. Up. Up. He Try did to it. the thing. He did bury it. Bury his face in her cleavage, and she didn't mind. You know. And I was it was such so a great impressed. line, right? Because like he went up to her, she punched him, and then he says, "What do I have to do to make you hit me again?" And like that's what you do if you're trying to seduce someone who wants to hit you. Yeah, like, if you're seducing you, a bouncer, absolutely. Yeah, I mean it was. I mean that like his absolutely. I'm knocked over by the amount of game he has for a video game character. Well, it is like one of the words. It is fifty percent of them. <laughs> Come on, baby, let's start to- All right, let's uh, let's do this. Let me ask you as a question: What are uh, so? This is, I guess, this is an unconventional video game adaptation. I would say, uh, maybe even a lost genre. But what are other video games? Uh, obviously, Ben, you didn't get to play a lot of them. But from your general knowledge, or from games you've played later, maybe from your Sega, what are some other unconventional video game adaptations that we'd be willing to watch? Um, I would like to see Pong as like a fight to the death on an alien planet. See, I picture that as more of like the sports drama of like two flat-faced tennis champions. <laughs> Wait, so they're hitting it with their face? Well, you can't see the racket because the whole thing is one plane. Okay. But they're just, they're very flat people. And then it's like one of them's coming from behind because he's the shorter one, I guess. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So like, like maybe like one of them though is like, um, it's like his last shot at like at, at winning, you know? It's like he's like he's too old for it, you know. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. Is is can he come back for glory? Exactly. Yeah, I'd watch yeah. that. Um, like, go. Go ahead, Chris. I'd like to, I'd like to see. Um, nope, Ben, your turn. Go. I'd like to see uh, professional basketball mm-hmm. have it be mandated that they can only use both the soundtrack and the announcements. From NBA Jam. Oh, Is yeah. it the shoes? <laughs> I, I want like a, like, I guess explosives around the uh, the rim so that every basket, uh, just the backboard shatters. Yeah, why doesn't the rim blow up when I dunk? <laughs> and by dunk, I mean dunk on a Fisher Price. <laughs> I, I, w- I mean, I think the best part of watching a, like, a, a movie like that would be just like the way in Mario they had to explain what was actually happening through this other dimension. Where they just have to show the team that runs in with a new backboard every time the explosion goes <laughs> off and rebuilds it. That's right. Very quickly. It's very And then and if, you, if a single player makes three shots in a row, he literally immolates himself. Yep. <laughs> Sneakers on up. Um, I'd like to see one um, So based on Kirby, um, the little pink guy, um, where he has to make it through Easter 
and everybody keeps thinking he's a peep and wants to eat him. Um, it's it's a coming of age and coming out mumblecore film. <laughs> who, who does he fall in love with? Um, I would say one of the little boy rabbits. <laughs> well, no. So does he also have an eating disorder? Uh, he doesn't want to go that far and admit to it, but everybody suspects. <laughs> Because he's able to it's like, eat a ton and never gain any weight. So yeah. he has one of those metabolisms he keeps telling himself. <laughs> do, you, do you think like the, like it's like suck everything, the Kirby story? Oh, man. Everything sucks. <laughs> the Kirby story. That's oh. the sad version. Yeah. No, it's definitely a sad film. Or like, yeah, all my ideas are really sad. Like I had this one where Duke Nukem finds himself through inheritance in charge of an actual duchy. <laughs> In, like, Portugal or something, <laughs> where, where strippers and malt liquor are pretty hard to come by. But he oh, meets no. a family um, with an at-risk that. youth and basically becomes half Nelson with sunglasses on. <laughs> I actually had the same problem when I was trying to think of ideas. It was like like Duck Hunt, the story of a very sad dog whose owner blames him every time he doesn't shoot enough ducks. <laughs> oh, he did laugh. The dog did laugh. Oh, I thought that was a crying sound. Oh, really? <laughs> No, I thought like it was like <laughs> you know, yeah, it was no. sort of like a... he was laughing. Oh, oh he was I laughing. Guys are wrong. He was crying on the inside. Okay, <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah. How about like Donkey Kong, just like a, a man who just uh, got transformed into a beast, and he knows that in there's like a, a cure in one of these barrels. So he's trying to break all these barrels open because I like, you know there's a, like a like a, the magic like serum in one of them. Is it this and, one? No. Yeah. And then there's a small like guy who just you know just wants to kill him all the time, and he's just like, I, I gotta I gotta turn back into a human before this guy kills me because he thinks I'm a monster. He's a deranged plumber who hates monkeys. Yeah. Does, does oh, Donkey Kong just... have a meat cute with like a like a like an artisanal Cooper uh, who like works in a <laughs> works in a barrel shop? <laughs> yes, yes. Also uh, set in Brooklyn. Also set in Brooklyn, of course. <laughs> that would have to be. How about like a romantic comedy where Lara Croft is ever the bridesmaid? <laughs> you know, and she's just got big pouty lips, and all of her friends are getting married. Is and the bride she just a wants bat? to meet somebody? <laughs> I like it. What? How about Punch Out? But from the perspective of Glass Joe, the level one character who gets beat with one punch. <laughs> This ad was made possible by Amazon. Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon and buy something or don't. Those are your options. Meanwhile, in Hollywood, USA. President Vanderkamp, Mario, and Luigi are here to see you. Send them in, Lars. Mario, Luigi, you sons of bitches, how the hell are you? We're great. <laughs> well, you're about to get a greater. We want to make, pause for dramatic effect, a new Mario movie. I'm gonna eat a mushroom. Knock yourself out. <laughs> We're just having a little problem with the uh, story. But the next one will be more true to life and believable, yes? Well... Because of the last one, it didn't make no sense. We didn't need the mushrooms, which turned out to be at the King Toadstool. Yoshi was like two feet tall and then nobody erode him. And we went to an alternate dimension where Luigi was only moderately as stupid. But Mario, it's just that your real life doesn't make any sense. What do you mean? Lars, bring me the slug line on the Mario biopic. Mario is a donkey-hating, barrel-jumping carpenter turned turtle-massacring plumber turned pill-popping doctor turned professional go-kart racer turned guy lost in a mansion turned oil-spill-cleaning jetpack rider turned... What? I'm a renaissance man. Turned astronaut, turned fighter, turned tennis pro who wears a raccoon suit and rescues the same princess over and over a dozen times... From a fire-breathing turtle dragon, or from one of several evil alternate versions of himself. Man, I'm a having a major existential crisis here. Waha! Not now, Luigi. Waha! My life's are so disjointed and nonsensical. I'm a wreck. Uh. Hey Lars, why don't you get Mario that read-weep.com/amazon gift basket we put together? What's in it? Schaffenberger chocolate, some village naturals bath salts, and a new fleshlight. I, I ate all the bath salts. Well, that's still a pretty good night. 
but uh, what about the meaning of my life? Don't worry, a portion of the gift basket went to support my favorite podcast, Read It and Weep. Uh, since I shop through read-weep.com slash Amazon, you've helped make a difference in the world. I feel sick. Waha! Go to read-weep.com slash Mario and check out Mario's full feel-better gift basket. It's more than just fleshlights. I promise. Waha! U-J-U-R-A Capital S, another S-I-C Five MCs in the flesh Down to catch wreck, hit the deck Cause we'll pop the trunk Plus the tape on your cassette Cause it's the J-U-R-A Capital S, another we had to excuse Ben for just a second, so we brought in a, an expert for us, because we're talking about a movie based on a video game, so we thought, what better than a guy who produces video games based on TV shows, right? That checks out. Yeah. So you guys remember him from the uh, from the Jersey Shore episodes, among other things. Please welcome back Jace Wow. Uh, pleasure to be here, guys. Great to have you back, Jace. <laughs> Jace is a, a lead producer at uh, <laughs> Fifth Column Games. Or lead producer, I don't actually know. Uh, so, so Jace, we're we're talking about Super Mario Bros. Nineteen ninety three. The the Bros is the important part. Yeah, well, it, it, <laughs> there was a, there was going to be a sequel called Super Mario Hose, and they had to make sure to put Bros before Hose in the <laughs> chronological order. But don't. <laughs> I'm okay with that joke. <laughs> uh, I'm okay with the drum sound too. So, uh, so anyway, we wanted to. You you saw this back in the day, right? Uh, yeah, I saw it. Uh, what year did it come out? Like ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I saw it in the. I think I saw it in the theaters. It's hard to remember, but I, I saw it when I was little. And uh, when you were little, was it still an abomination? Uh, I mean, the weird thing is, is I, I wasn't nearly as as angry and bitter as I am now. Uh, so I didn't <laughs> you have mean in nearly general as... or about Mario specifically. <laughs> in general, but also about Mario, uh, I didn't have nearly as much. Uh, like ammo ready when I went into the movie, uh, but I, I do remember hating it. Even yeah. at even at <laughs> even at eight years old, I remember hating it. You were a seething ball of rage even at eight. I was a tiny seething ball of rage. <laughs> so so we always have the segment right. Um, one change where we can say you know that anything is just one change about you know from being good. And I want to take this in the other direction. I say this movie is terrible, but I'm pretty sure it could be a little bit worse. So, how could you, if you're going to try to make an even worse Mario Brothers movie, how would you do it? Oh, wow. Uh, this, this, this could open up to anyone also. Just, just how, could you, how could you top this for badness? Because I think this isn't none more bad yet. I think one of, the, one of my inclinations was I wanted to see the dinosaurs be dinosaurs. Um, so, I think the movie, but I think the movie might be a little worse if they were from the sitcom Dinosaurs. <laughs> Just, 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 just. King Koopa is like not the mama yeah. all the time. I'm the Bowser, gotta love me. I, I, I think that's still better. <laughs> <laughs> all right, how about their actual dinosaurs, like Jurassic Park dinosaurs, not subtitled? <laughs> just, just to, just to scale. So all of, <laughs> like, all of the subtitles. No, you know why that would be good though? Because Luigi would fall in love with a lady dinosaur, and all their interactions would be Luigi's like, "Hey, you ever been to Brooklyn?" <laughs> <laughs> Spit. Yeah, it's one of the spinning ones with the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the yeah. whole uh, uh, the turkey plume behind them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, I did notice that I was eating a lot of Newmans. So. <laughs> um, oh, I yeah, thought you meant Newman O's. Damn it. <laughs> Newman's own. Newman's own dinosaurs. I think they 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 could have probably expanded their list of racial stereotypes a little bit, <laughs> uh, or you know ethnic stereotypes. They had really really bad Italian ones everywhere. Yeah, yeah that they mm-hmm. called goombas, which sounds offensive to me. Is is that an actual <laughs> racial slur? Or are we making? Or that does up? it? It sounds like it is. If it's not, I didn't I didn't really think it was until I until I heard it in the movie, and it exactly. also it felt <laughs> offensive to me too, even though I didn't know if it was real or not. You, you were also a seething ball of sensitivity at eight. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 I just rewatched it, and I don't oh, know did, if yeah. I don't know if Goomba is or isn't an actual racial slur. And in the movie, when I heard it, it made me wince when Dennis Hopper is like Goomba, and yeah. he's you know he's really white. And did, did you know that Goomba in uh, in Japanese translates to chestnut people? That makes sense. That yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. I mean, the the, the the little Goombas in the actual video game kind of look like chestnuts i guess yeah yeah they're uh, uh sentient mushrooms 
How do they have teeth? That's the real question. So they can smile, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) He said how, not why, Chris. Although I do like that kid's book, Why the Goomba Got His Teeth. And then it was just because he wanted to smile at somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I know why the caged Goomba smiles. Man, this is like, what if just like, it's all about race relations. Like, what if all of Mario Brothers is just super racist and like... And we just don't realize it, that, like, Goombas aren't actually evil. They're just short. It's really just, like, an interactive essay on race relations. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's oh, how this would be worse. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, one of those uh, those houses of insensitivity, whatever. What were those called? Yeah. Oh, uh, Tunnel of Oppression. <laughs> yeah. This is the Tunnel of Oppression where you walk through the Super Mario Brothers other universe. You're making huh. every race problem into a plumbing problem. That's that's the issue here. Why don't we address the real problem? So do we do we have you guys brought a video game person on? Do we also have like a a union plumber coming on in a couple minutes to talk about this movie? <laughs> I wish we did. I wish I knew. We'll have to have another segment now. Yeah, we will. I'm sure there are just tons of plumbing inaccuracies in that movie too. <laughs> I wonder if plumbers were really pissed when this movie came out also. Because plumbers don't have a lot of heroes to begin with, necessarily. <laughs> Not a lot of, like, prominent plumber yeah. icons. And they just wrecked this there one, I thought. There was that one lady who helped free the slaves through the sewer pipes. She had the, the underground uh, septic road. Who was that lady? Harriet Pubman? <laughs> yeah, this is a dangerous road. Thanks for opening this can of worms up, Jace. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> this, this is getting to be worse. Hey, man, I come, I come on every six months. What I do? <laughs> <laughs> and usually to talk about uh, Italian stereotypes. It, se- it's it seems true. like you are it, also yeah. our Italian stereotype expert. Yeah. Oh man, that's one way this could be better slash worse. <laughs> what if it were the Jersey Shore Mario Bros? Yeah, they were <laughs> Super Mario Bros. <laughs> so yeah, Snooky Mario. The situation. We have Mario. to save Snooky. She's locked up in that club VIP room. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Situation Mario. Your Snooky is in another VIP room. Would, would this movie be better or worse if it wasn't a comedy? Like, if it was a drama? If it was a very serious interpretation of the Mario Brothers video game? Um, I saw, like, a like a five-minute, um, like, YouTube video about, like, Mario being addicted to mushrooms and, like, having, like, this, like, terrible life with, uh, with Peach. And that was pretty dark. And I enjoyed and, it. And later on, he has to go... I mean, his addiction gets so bad, he has to work at a pharmacy to get all of the prescriptions he needs that in, in Dr. Mario. Oh, right, right, right. That's what... Man, how did he become a doctor? I still don't understand. <laughs> it's like, the same way he became a switch? baseball player or a, a race car driver. <laughs> he's, like, he's the only person in this world. He's like, well, I guess if someone needs me to do something, I'll do it. <laughs> I, he, he's the Nicolas Cage of, of, of heroes. He's... <laughs> Yeah, he's 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 just cert- he's also on the head of certification board, so he can just get himself needs. <laughs> so, Jace, let me ask you a question. So, you you work for a company that takes TV shows and makes games out of them, uh, which is which is backwards from this setup. But what I want to know is, like, if you were to make a game out of the Super Bar- Mario Brothers movie, does it look anything like the game or the original game, or, or does it look like something totally different? It would it would have to look like something completely, utterly different, just because the movie shares nothing with the game at all except would there for- be a gesture based cinematic action sequence to romance big bertha <laughs> on the dance floor oh my god that, that is that's probably the best thing i've ever heard for a connect pitch <laughs> in my entire life seduce big bertha the connect game yeah yeah connect seduction that's definitely gonna be a thing <laughs> Would you, um, well, and you you guys make uh, games on Facebook, right? So presumably there would also be some sort of like you'd have to, you'd buy extra rocket shoes or something. Yeah, it's like you know come back in eight hours or or you know your rocket shoes will run out of fuel yeah. or uh, the fungus will die. Yeah, that that's got to be the thing. Is come back in eight hours. Well, you're, you're, you're threatening are... to kill off people's fungus. <laughs> yeah, he's the king, <laughs> so, like come king back fungus, man. every hour on the hour. Or will kill off everything yeah, or, you care or, about in the game. Or King Fungus will die. That's and that's how the early Facebook games really worked. Yeah. Did that work? Oh yeah. <laughs> Does that still work? Uh, kinda. I mean, and, and by work, do you mean like made money for you or kept children psychologically stable? Both. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> yes. That sounds sure. super damaging to me. Like if I was like, I wouldn't, I would never play again because I'd be like afraid that I would kill King Fungus. Hold on a second, though. Um, isn't that basically? This is basically how Tamagotchi worked, though, right? Like, 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 feed me every like two I don't minutes. Know. I otherwise, never it'll it die. The first time because I was afraid to see him dead. 
<laughs> oh, it's so it was like it was like uh, Schrodinger's uh, Tamagotchi, exactly. where you never turn it on again, and you don't know if they're dead or yeah, not. I have plausible deniability about murdering my Tamagotchi. <laughs> it never—it's not alive nor dead until you actually turn mm-hmm. it on and find out. I mean, we—I uh, mean, the, the games that my company makes, we we tend to—we like to think that we have higher standards and a little bit more of an ethical backbone than some other Facebook game companies out there, so we don't push the line that hard. Uh-huh. Uh, but you do still have thirty or forty ads per page. Uh, no, we don't have any. <laughs> oh, you don't do any ads? There, there's no money to be made in ads anymore. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's all in buying extra stuff. Yeah, it's all in, you know, if you want to, you know, play as Pauly D in the in the Jersey Shore game, you pay MTV $15. And you do want to play as Pauly D because he's the only likable person. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's like, pay us $15 or else we'll make you play as the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the hostage version. <laughs> well, uh, well, thank you for talking to us about this. I really, uh, I really appreciate the expertise. Uh, sorry, I think did you did you watch this again because I mentioned it to you? Uh, I the whole thing is available on YouTube. Yeah, uh, r- remarkably enough. And so I, I watched. I, I'd say about forty five minutes of the movie. I sort of skipped around a little bit, uh, and then I watched both uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. Whoa! <laughs> oh wow! Because they are also, uh, uh, you know, up on in their entirety on YouTube and in the little recommended bar. Well, if it's recommended, you have to do it. So, well, do you know, you know, those, the, the thing about those YouTube recommendations is that if you don't click on them, your Tamagotchi dies. Hold <laughs> <laughs> you hostage. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Chase. We will talk to you again soon. Uh, in, sure. in, in six months, you can say something offensive about Italian people. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, so that brings us to the second half of our compliment sandwich. We're going to go in reverse order of the way we started out. So, Chris, what is your minor compliment? Uh, now, there were some totally great brand tie-ins. I mean, there was uh, Chevy was the brand of the van. There were some other great ones. But I like the non-existent brand tie-in for the Super Turbo Jumpy Boots. Um, I think they fulfill on the promise of Nickelodeon Moon Boots uh, with dramatically better results. And if I were a kid, I would not hesitate to beg my parents to get me ridiculously unsafe spring boots. Well, the best part about the spring boots is they had some sort of retro rocket in them. Yeah, so, they so always it like slowed gently. you down. Yeah, it did, yeah. as long as you landed feet first. <laughs> sure, which is not always a guarantee. Yeah, it's- and also, you could put a small bullet into them to make it go further. I don't, or to shoot the. I don't know. There's a power up. You, yeah, you could shoot. You could use the shoes as, in, as individual weapons as well. Or also guns. Yeah, that is an unsafe <laughs> shoe gun. Shoes as guns. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Cool. So uh, <laughs> that makes it Ezra's turn. What's your minor compliment? Um, you know, if you're a plunger. You need really only one thing in your life, and that is a plunger rack. And Mario and Luigi had one in their apartment. It was like a gun rack. Yeah, yeah. They did have multiple plungers that required a plunger rack. Necessitated a a plunger rack. Yeah, that whoever gave him that plunger rack. That's a great gift. uh, That was a great gift. That was very thoughtful. So it doesn't say when or where Mario Mario adopted Luigi Mario. How young he was. Um, roughly 20 years well Luigi's probably roughly like what 20 22 sure sure so did he adopt him as a child if so why did this single plumber living the swinging bachelor plumber lifestyle decide to adopt a child yeah I've heard of the legendary swinging bachelor plunger lifestyle <laughs> he's lifestyle. living proof I, I think he was like a handicap it was like you know what I'm so I have such mad game <laughs> I could even slow myself down with a kid brother. I'd still be just whoa. hauling it in. Whoa, 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 whoa. What if it's part of his game? Oh. Yes, I would believe that as well. Or or he just adopted a 20-year-old to be his apprentice so he didn't have to work as hard? He needed an I mean, assistant he so he went work. to the orphanage? <laughs> yeah, t- time to hire someone. Anyway, I guess, so that just makes me wonder, like, they had this plunger rack in their apartment. Like, they lived pretty well together for... A forty-five-year-old and this twenty-year-old semi-brother, or semi-coworker. Like that's my that's my minor compliment. In fact, is that the uh, the Mario's kept their house very clean. Yeah. So, what whatever you thought about plumbers being dirty, it's not true. No, and he gets uh, 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 Mario gets the call that they have a job to do, 
and they have to rush because other plumbing companies might steal it. But first, he takes the time to sweep crumbs off the dining or off, off the living room table and put it on a plate, and then bring it in and do the dishes because they kept a tidy house. And you wonder yeah. why they're losing all those jobs. Well, they're not losing their uh, dignity. Or they're getting laid potential. Part of his game is having a nice pad to come home to. You know, I'm going to just write up a bunch of, like, like rules to get laid uh, as, you know, written by Mario Mario. Because I think he's got it down. <laughs> Mario Mario's Guide to Life, Sex, and Clogged Toilets. How to unclog your sex life. <laughs> They also are losing jobs because sometimes Luigi Mario is hitting on a girl instead of answering the message for, oh my god, we need an emergency plumber here at Joe's department store. (laughs) Not great business people, the Marios. Everything else they've got going for them. Pretty good action heroes. Not good business people. Uh, All right, Ben, you get it. The final minor compliment. What is it? Um, You know, I think uh, it's, it's about time uh you know, I'm just sick of, of of seeing films where getting into a stranger's dilapidated van is <laughs> portrayed as creepy and wrong. And I'm just glad to see that portrayed as a positive thing. <laughs> Wait, do you need a ride from two really crazy looking dudes? Yeah. Well, just I think the line was, if we could help you out, please step into the van. <laughs> And they were like, she was like, sure, this seems like a good choice for me right now. Yeah, they and they, I mean, it's not, the, the van that they drive, their plumbing van, is not, it's not the unmarked white, like, 12-passenger van. It's creepier. Yeah, yeah. It's that, it's like, like, a reclaimed bread truck. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. It's a bread truck that the, it was not clean enough to have bread in anymore. Ben, I, mean, I think the you most know, dangerous you, thing about it. Really, the most dangerous thing about this is that Princess Daisy will think that that van is like representative of all vans, and the next van, it's definitely gonna get her. I don't know, maybe like how many vans are out there are not creepy? Are like of the creepy vans, or how many of them are not going to hurt you? Maybe like that one in a one. thousand. Oh yeah, know, what? I think the vast majority of vans out there are just hardworking people looking to do a good job and do right by their fellow well, man. Well, some vans will just run you over, whether they're you know meaning to or not. So those are not great vans either. Right. Some some brands have, have vans have a lot of bread in them. That's not awesome. Yeah, carbs. What do you mean bread? Yeah, empty calories. Yeah, man. Gl- Gluten, gluten intolerant. Oh you know? yeah, glutens. You gotta watch out for glutens. She's she's a lizard people, Chris. I mean, she's not. She's a lizard people. She's not great with bread. <laughs> I, isn't she? Doesn't that mean that she's like? Doesn't the fact that she's from the other dimension mean that she's actually a lizard? Yes. She well, she was birthed in an egg, so I'm gonna go with oh, yes. Yes, she was. That was her. <laughs> Wait, well, she was born in an egg. I, well, I just I, that part didn't make any sense either. There was how did thing she in, not know that? That's what I want to know. How was that? Like, well, they showed an egg opening, and then they showed a baby crying, and I thought maybe the egg and the baby were unrelated. I don't know. <laughs> Presumably, <laughs> like, it's like you don't even watch the movies anymore, my, Alex. His, hold on a second. Hold on a second. In my defense, in the history of eggs, how many have had babies come out of them? In your experience with eggs, Chris? What, what kind of baby? Living human babies. That's why you should notice it. <laughs> <laughs> it's remarkable. <laughs> you yeah. forgive me for not assuming that connection since it happens so infrequently. <laughs> well, you just like up oh, there's there's a mysterious egg brought to none. That's a good time to go take a leak. Nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, so okay, so answer me, riddle me this. So they're they hatch in eggs. They evolve yep. from dinosaurs, but just look like humans except a little twitchy. Yeah, because they both, I mean, the natural evolution as things evolve upward is human beings, right? I mean, because we're the best. I guess that's true, sure. But then, but they never lost the hatching of eggs by nuns thing? Yeah, that's the confusing part, because, like, also, how would you, if you're a woman, how would you not understand that you were, I don't know, maybe, like, laying an egg every once every, like, month or so? No, no, no. I, well, do lizards lay eggs, like, all the time, like chickens? I don't. Or do they just I'll be honest, lay f- I don't know. Okay. I don't know either, and I don't care to look it up, so I'm going to assume they do. If if you are a lizard person, or a lizard, let us know. Or a person person born in an egg that may have been, at some point, sat on and warmed by nuns. 
that's a good point also how did that happen <laughs> the nuns incubated this with a the, so just an egg rolls up and you're a group of nuns and you're like well we have nothing else to do well that's true so between you just, knitting and hymns everybody takes a shift yeah, just sitting on the egg and warming warming it with your body Man, this whole thing makes a little more sense now. I guess I'd just forgotten about this weird scene at the beginning wow. that involved a sewer, an egg, and a baby, and some nuns. I just blocked that whole thing out and watched the rest of the movie that had nothing to do with those things. You know, it's not, not a lot of this movie had a lot to do with anything else. <laughs> it's, like, it's like 12 different people wrote it. It's like yeah. it was rewritten every day. <laughs> yeah. I got another great IMDb... Um, um, tribute fact. Yeah. In his 2007 autobiography, John Leguizamo states he and Bob Hoskins hated working on the film and would frequently get drunk to make it through the experience. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why everybody acts like that. They were just falling down drunk. <laughs> Hooray. Ben, Ben, uh, as like a, a film guy, do you want to like make a movie just that's trying to be as bad as possible using all these like great terrible movie like making techniques of rewriting every single day and getting all your actors drunk yeah th- those things probably aren't 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 so good to do That's it for our show, you guys. Uh, that's all for Mario Brothers. Merry Christmas to Gregory et al. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope we added to your knowledge of Super Mario Bros. And uh, I hope you guys have a lovely drive to Rhode Island. I don't remember what you said. Anyway, uh, enjoy that. Enjoy it. And uh, just, just say every single state right now, and we'll pick one of them in post. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana. Iowa, Kansas, Kansas, Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky Louisiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New York, Mexico, New Jersey, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Virginia, Washington, sometimes West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wyoming, Wyoming, and soon Puerto Rico. Uh, oh, turns out I didn't say. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, <laughs> turns out it was Alberta. Damn it! 15 names to the United States from 13 original colonies. Shout them, scout them, tell all about them one by one. We're going today to every state. You know, it's after midnight uh, where Ben is. Yeah, let's so. stuff. Uh, <laughs> if you want to hear the rest of the song, you'll have to go to my new podcast, Alex Sings Songs from His Childhood, partially and with a whisper. <laughs> I will not subscribe. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dot Ning.com. Anyway, uh, that, so uh, join us again next week. Next week, we're going to be reading Shadow Mancer by JP Ta- or GP Taylor. Let me tell you a little bit about Shadow Mancer here. Shadow Mancer was sponsored by Allie. And uh, here's, here's what this is about. Uh, well, let me tell you about GP Taylor. And this I'll tell you about this book. GP Taylor has spent his life pursuing the secrets of the universe. He lectures on folklore and the paranormal, lives in a secluded graveyard, and has a multifaceted career spanning the music industry and law enforcement. What? That is the author. So he's of a the... rapper cop. Well, we're a you know we're a hoedown cop. He doesn't have to be rap. Uh, today he's the vic- the vicar of Cloughton, Cloughton, and lives near Whitby and the Yorkshire coast. None of those places I are real. Want to be a vicar of something? Well, apparently you have to live in a secluded graveyard first. I'm out. <laughs> anyway, apparently this was his uh, response to Harry Potter because Harry Potter might make kids believe or be, go to the devil or something. Anyway, so we'll be reading Shadow Mancer next week. You can find it on Audible if you want. AudiblePodcast.com slash read and weep. You can get it for free if you so desire. Otherwise, just listen to our review and you won't have to. Thank you so much for being here as always, Chris and Ez. Oh, yeah, of course. And uh, thank you for joining us, Ben. No problem. Anytime. Uh, I appreciate it. I hope it was more of a pleasure than the last time. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you seem to totally dig this one, man. Yeah, this one this one was fun. I had, I had a great time watching it. Uh, and we awesome. we look forward to seeing you in a couple, in a, six weeks or so when we're in New York. Give me a shout. We certainly yeah. will. At uh, January 12th and 13th at the Podfest in New York City. 
nice. Where is it at? Where in New York? It's at the Pit. Okay. I don't. People's do Improv Theater. Okay. Do people call that Pit? I just I've only heard it Pit. I've never heard anyone actually. Yeah, say people do call it theater. Pit. I think. Yeah. Um, um, Ben, do you have anything that you've worked on that you want to um, plug on the show? Um, people just go to have a website where I post stuff, um, links to films. I'm doing exercises, shorts, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, so that's just benkegan.com, K-E-G-A-N, and that, that's probably the, the best place to check stuff out if people are interested. Uh, so that's it, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Goodbye. Take it easy.